On this episode, we discuss our favorite things to do with our kids based on their ages. You're listening to the Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Layman. <laughs> Andy did our, in- I feel like our intro just growled at me. Oops. I, I, I'm all over the place tonight. Ooh, I, I actually, so I actually did this. <laughs> and wow. All right, so I'm back. Okay. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dudes and Dads podcast. Uh, it's me, Joel, across the table from my intrepid co host and dangerously handsome beard aficionado, Andrew Lehman. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Howdy, Joel. <laughs> It's another great time to be together. Uh, it's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be alive. The the feel where we are in this uh, Midwestern part of the United States, uh, the feel of fall is in the air. It, it is true. I mean, it's starting to get crisp in the morning. Have, and you, had a, have you had a fire recently? Uh, no, I've not had a fire recently. <sighs> we got to fix that. I know it's fire weather. It is fire weather. Fire and pumpkin spice? No, mm. not really. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't do the pumpkin spice thing. Wow. It's, not, it's not for me. It isn't for you. Did you? You that that indicates to me that you did try it at one point. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's okay, but I would rather I, if I'm going to do something spicy like that. I guess I'd rather go for a chai tea than pumpkin spice. Well, okay, we've lost all of our listeners. Um, so for the two of you that that's, remain, listen, that, that's it. <laughs> no, the chai tea. Here, I will say this. I was super suspicious of it for quite some time. Started dabbling in it, and just I will, dabbled in I it. I will say, I will say, well, because I still remain, I'm, I'm just pretty much straightforward coffee, you know. Well, yeah, me too. But speaking of which, I did just pick up uh, a new coffee uh, travel mug that I'm very excited about. Oh, made by tell me, made by Stan. This it's a Stanley. Oh, so you're on the Stanley kick. You know that's one of those things. Like I'm coming used to around. be Nalgene, and then whatever, whatever. Now you're not, now you're to Stanley, and it's popular. You're super popular. Right? I just like to stay in the no. The reason the reason being there's a few there's a few weird things. Number one, um, because we do we do AeroPress. We've talked about oh, AeroPress yeah. on here. Uh, the AeroPress fits right on. Like it goes. I can just like hold it right on top and do it right directly into there. It's a good size. It also, I had some problems with the travel coffee mugs not fitting my, my car mug. Oh over. yeah. That, I, I completely understand that. And I just like, this isn't, this is not acceptable. So we, I had to find the right size. It's, uh, and it is, it's spill proof, which that was the other problem. I, I had another coffee mug, uh, that was a travel one, but if it tipped at all or anything, the seal was not was not substantial. Uh, gotcha. So then you ended up having yeah, a, yeah, I just spilled around whatever. So this is the 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 Stanley um it's it I will say. It's uh it's nice to look at. It's got a nice it's got that nice It's uh, beautiful if you would well, say. It's black. It's got the the black um oh like powder coat finish to it. Oh sure, yeah. Mm, it's very sleek. Very nice. But this is not the show about powder coating. That's true. It's not the show about powder coating. Uh got me off Wait, the, it was the, yeah, it was the pumpkin spice last. Anyway, uh, yes, the feeling of fall is in the air. And uh, there's, uh, and it does make me think about the various activities that you start doing in the fall. But then we got talking, we're like, hey, we had a great recommendation by, a, by a, one of our favorite listeners, uh, Mr. Jonathan 
uh, Wurzler. Is that that's who sent that's this, who sent this one in? That's center? correct. Yes, Jonathan, great idea. He said, "Hey, could there be a discussion about great things to do with your kids based on their age?" And I said to myself, Prob- "Self, that's a great idea. Self, self, that's a great idea. That's why we love to get the recommendations from other people." So yeah, we're gonna have that's gonna be our conversation today, Andy. But before we do that, we'd like to thank our sponsors, and it just so happens that our sponsor this evening is none other than Podcast Answers. Hey, if you want, do you, if if you if you want to learn how to start a podcast or grow your podcast, the Podcast Answers Show is absolutely for you. Podcast Answers. I've never said podcast in such rapid succession before. No, it's really good. I love it. Podcast Answers is a weekly podcast going over the topics of podcasting. If you need more than just listening to a podcast to get the help you need, Mr. Andy Lehman is here to help out. Uh, And he's embarrassingly easy easy to find. So we'll make sure that you get a hold of him. But uh, Andy, you you do this show. I have uh, I've watched it. I've heck, I've learned a few things along the way. I'll just uh, I'll just say, because as as we're all very clear, as I say it all the time, I have no idea what's going on in the show. I don't don't even know right now how it's possible that I'm even able to hear myself. And (laughs) And yet I can. And it's it's magic. And it's and it's Andy Lehman, and it's all the great content that you get to encounter on Podcast Answers. So check it out. Reach out to Andy. He's happy to get you up and going. We, um, you know, uh, people, people make a few assumptions about podcasting. They think, uh, I can just show up and uh, talk into a microphone. And while that is technically true, there's a lot more that goes on uh, behind the scenes. There's a lot of technical know-how. Uh, there's some audiological know-how, and there is some uh, some personality know-how, too, which, uh, again, I, I've struck out all, <laughs> all three of those things. But podcast answers. Check it out. Uh, so, Andy, um, we have, we've been having this show kind of in the, ho- in the hopper, as and they say, yeah, least, it's, it's, uh, for, for a while. It's been on our list for a while. It was a while ago that Jonathan suggested this. Um, but he, he did suggest that we, we do this. And so we are going to be doing this. We're doing this show right now. Um, and we've broken it. We've, we've broken this down into age groups. And so we've broken it down into grade one through five, grade six through eight, and then grade nine through 12 are the, the three things that we, that we've, yes. that we've broken it up. Well, actually, no, sorry, four. I can't count. Apparently you did preschool grade one through five, grade six through eight, and then nine through 12, nine through 12. So the high school years, uh, Andy, I want to say. Uh, that your first idea with the preschool age, uh, borderline genius, right? I had not even thought of this. So, so this is what I'll I'll go ahead and start. So when my kids were young, we were living fairly close to a Lowe's. You were, that's right. And so it was one of those things where we were just like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Um, let's go look at tools. And my boys at the time, (laughs) that's all we had at the time. And they're like, they love going to the tool store and just looking at tools. And it's great because I don't have to spend any money. Exactly right. And I can walk around for a couple, you know, an hour at least. And we're just looking at different things. It's kind of like a tool museum, really. Really? It kind of is. Because everything's like out there on display and the kids as they're young. And I would say, you know, it probably goes and this is so this is one thing you can start off with when they're when they're little is just talking to them about the tools. But I would say (laughs) talk, talk with them about the tools. talk with them about the tools. Um, But. 
like even now, uh, like Josiah, for instance, who's 12, um, there's on the regular, he'll, you know, when we're at the hardware store or whatever, he'll ask me kind of like some of the more obscure tools and things. He'll ask me like what yeah. they do. Um, of course I gotta be on my toes cause, uh, usually I know what the things do, but every once in a while there's like the weird one. That's, that's what like, like the quick Google is for. You're yeah, like, uh, tell me what, is what this, does this tool do? What is and this thing for? It's great when they have the QR codes up there that you can just like scan. That's great. Cause then you can, you can find all about the tool. Yeah. And yeah, not have to actually know the tool. I'm trying to think Andy, if there would be, um, like a similar experience you could have like and i i get it like yes the hardware store and and i'm thinking of even um like, like there's of course lowe's but you know what i love is these small town old school hardware oh stores. yeah those are good we have we have a few of those in our area that it's um gosh we would we would say uh th- it's more than just a hardware store it's kind of a whole experience yeah it is there's like there's there's toys there's like home goods there's all this different kind of stuff and you can just walk around for quite some time and get get a little lost right and that's good because it's a little bit of everything for everybody yeah and so but to your point uh you can kill some time if you need to you can uh get the kids out of the house maybe that's the uh maybe that's the thing if you've got young ones i know you had this experience i had this experience where it's like I need to at least take one or two of them. Yeah. And give one of, and give someone else a break. Usually or, it's the wife. Usually it's the wife. Yeah. No, no, that's what, I mean, for me, that's what we did. We just kind of walked around for a while and it got, again, it got us out of the house, got us something new, you know, new to do and just, they could touch the tools and it was great. Yeah. What about great. you for like birth to preschool? What was your favorite uh, thing to do young, with your kids? Yes. The young, th- the thing with the kids. Now here's what I will say. Uh, initially we were really fortunate when we lived in South Bend, we lived right across from the zoo. Oh yeah. And you could hear the animals. From we your could house. hear the animals. Um, they've, uh, they've recently, I think they've recently updated. I was going to say updated the animals. I think I got younger animals. We, we lived across from the lion. We found out we lived across from the lion exhibit and the lions that lived there were getting older. And so their roar their roar wasn't quite as majestic <laughs> as it may have been in years past. It sounded more like, uh, um, how would I say this? Like, like a dying dog, kind of like a, like if, if you imagine a lion kind of yawning and dying at the same time, Oh, like that, it was an interesting, interesting sound. I won't try to replicate it here. Please, but thank it was, you. It was something, but, um, we would do the, we would do the, uh, we would do the zoo, but here's, Here's the thing. Um, we would go to the zoo or we would see an animal and then we would like, there were times where the kids would be like, would want to know more about them. Or you can do like uh, YouTube videos of the animals and see them like, oh yeah, like in the wild, like, you know, cause like for instance, at the zoo we were at, they have this whole, <laughs> we have this whole exhibit of prairie dogs. And you can actually like get relatively close to them because they're, but they have this whole mound uh, sure. that you can yeah. like, like st- I guess stand around kind of, and you can see, you know, see all of them like stick their heads, whatever, but it doesn't, it's hard for you to get the vision of like what it's like out in the wild. So do you go, know, you can like see those and then go and then we do, you know, do a YouTube video and that kind of thing. That was, that's sometimes interesting. Um, that was, and that was, we did that. That was a big thing when they were little. I, the other thing I would say, 
is um did a lot of uh do we went on walk we actually went on walks yeah I, I yeah think, and i think you guys did that got yeah. on the walk yeah we did that a lot because i got energy out and we would always we would always especially on that young age i mean i, I like that still now mm-hmm. but on those younger ages i liked it because you could kind of go and make it an adventure you could yep. If there was something to play on or around, like a you know a fire hydrant or something like that, you could always go and you could always find something to to do, and and something to to be able to entertain you while you were walking. So we, yeah, yeah. In the neighborhood that we were in, so when we lived, and this is again when they were younger, we lived in South Bend, Indiana, and um, there's a section uh, that was actually the kind of the next block over from us known as East Jefferson. And it's some of the most historic, like historic old homes, like, oh, a, sure, like yeah. a high concentration of them. And so um, I think as the kids got just a little bit, like a little bit older where they were walking with us, you know, we would, we would kind of like point out the different things about the houses and like what made them different and, you know, things that were interesting and, you know, cause they were, the houses were, much larger than the one that we were than when we were living at but you know i think the interesting thing there was is to help them become like more aware of the world around them oh yeah sure. and to like kind of because you, you don't really if you think about it from the perspective of a kid um like their world can actually be quite small right like mm-hmm. what they're exposed they have their daily routines and things like that and what they're exposed to and what they and what they see and even though like years and years later if i bet i bet you if i asked josiah right now like hey do you remember we used to go on those walks on east jefferson and look at all the houses he might have like some maybe fleeting memory of that um but it 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 sets kind of a um kind of sets an importance like that we do things like that as a as a family oh sure and that it doesn't always have to be i think that we can feel this like i don't know probably feel this pressure that everything that we do with our kids has to be some like major epic event, but I think simple things like that that require you to kind of, um, yeah, uh, taking your surroundings, uh, slow down a little bit. You're just at walking, you know, you're at walking pace. Um, those are those are really really good things, and uh, even better. Like when we go walking, the best thing we can do is that we just leave the phones. <laughs> sure. Well, <laughs> in it, in it, I mean. When they're that young, they're not going to have a phone, but now, and, and that's good, a good time to not only leave your phone home, but it allows you to also have that good one-on-one conversation because yeah. their guards down. I mean, it's a little bit weird when you're like, just when you're just around the house and like, Hey, like, how was your day? But like, it's not, not weird, but I mean, it, it, if you're, I want to say that not, not trapped, but right. <laughs> that sounds weird. But right. I mean, like if you're in the car going somewhere you can as a dad bring up those conversations and they can't run anywhere yeah and same thing when you're on a walk like you can bring up those conversations and you can have some of those even even tough conversations because you're not necessarily in the house but you're out and a setting change is really really important yeah and especially there's something um and i'm sure a neuroscientist could tell me all about it but like when you're uh the nature of conversation interaction when you're moving Mm -hmm. versus versus sitting like you said or like you know the the, uh, the change in the change in atmosphere and the change in what you're doing, um, I probably do a lot better. I've I found this for myself, and this is true for your kids. Like you do better thinking and better expressing when you're like when you're mo- when you're moving. Oh yeah, um, for sure. So 
Yeah. So take, take the walks, take the, uh, take the tours of, uh, I mean, you know, depending on, and maybe that's that even in the slightly older age, like walking through places where you normally would just drive by or would mm. not, or would not be surrounded by. Yeah. And, and that was kind of a thing that we would do. Uh, yeah. On a, on a semi, on a semi regular basis, I think. So moving on to grades one through five, and I know that that's a huge, like that, that there's a big age range there. And I, yep. I, I purposely kind of broke it down there, but so it's going to be a little bit hard to say favorite things. And for us, like I'm evenly split boy, girl, you are heavily on the boy versus girl. You have a girl, yes. but you're not that easily evenly split. Right. So some of these things may be more geared towards men or you know, boys, whereas some things that I say, maybe both. But for me, um, I, I would say I, I've got kids who are like to do Lego-y things and yes. drawing and creating art. Yep. And so even even now, and I've done that with, and so this isn't, for me, doesn't even really apply necessarily just for grade one through five. But, um, and, and sometimes that's because I have kids that span almost all of these these. I do have kids that span all of these age groups. Yeah. Well, not birth to preschool, but the other ones, like all of my kids fit in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I find myself doing these things with multiple groups. Yeah. But, but like creating for me, creating like art and drawing are kind of fun. Cause you can just go and you can do that a couple different ways for us. We've done it where we just take a coloring book and color. Yeah. Um, and I like doing that. Uh, cause it's fun, even though I'm an adult, like it's kind of fun to get out of the crayons and color. The coloring, the coloring stuff. And now that you've said that, I'm like, why not? Like, that would probably help me out a lot. Just, <laughs> just calm down a little bit. Well, but, well, yeah. and I, and I, I mean, I think that, that not only that, but I, I've, we've also done it where like, we will start a drawing and we'll have a timer going. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the timer, you pass the drawing to the other person and then start another timer and they complete your drawing. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun, especially if you have two or three people playing that. Yep. Because that allows you to get some kind of real, real cool creativity in there. That's a great. That's a great idea. That's uh, that's something that I think. That's probably one of those things that no matter, like you said, no matter the age, there's kind of uh, you can kind of cross over the age the age uh, boundaries there. Um, my other so you okay. So I have a question because this is always the sure. the debate we have of what you do with all the art. So a lot of times. We throw it away. Oh, no, I mean, but no, I mean, like sometimes we'll leave it up. Um, but it was interesting. So the other day, and again, this is the reason I say that it kind of spans the grades is I started doing, I don't remember if it was just with, I think it was me and Hattie mm-hmm. and we had an index card and I just started doodling all over it and like making like interesting line art. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, Eli was like, Oh, that's really cool. And he started doing the same thing and doing yeah. it with us. Um, we kept those around for a few days and then I got rid of mine. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's especially on, on those game type things where you're drawing like that. Cause then you don't feel so bad. Cause it's not just, Oh, right. Hattie or right. Reagan or Eli or my you were doing the created, art for the sake of the game. Right. Not necessarily yeah. f- for having an art. Cause then you're like, if it's them just creating art, then you like kind of feel bad cause you're getting rid of their art. But if, if you're doing it as a game, then it's kind of like, well, the game's over. Let's throw it away. Yeah, I'd like to know. That's an interesting thing. I've I've seen and I've thought about doing it. The um, there are some pretty inexpensive like art display options for. I don't know if you've seen them where they're frames, kind of that. Like if your kids are writing on like a regular piece of paper, 
you can put their artwork in the in the frame, but the frame just like folds down, and it like you can stack multiple. Oh, okay. So you can keep it all, but you don't. It's yeah, all. Yeah. It's all like it's all kind of in there in one sort of thing. And I've thought like, especially for Molly, who I think really enjoys exactly kind of yeah. what we're talking about. Like, like, hey, this here's this drawing, and it's like that's really cool, and I'd like to put that up somewhere. Our refrigerator is only so large, <laughs> um, right? And try to find the spot. Well, and then the it. other the other thing we did is is like Lego creations, and that that's fun because it gets kind of that same art type. It helps the brain move around and it helps the brain formulate things. And so, you know, even if it's not just doing like the set art where you're yeah. or the set Lego sets where you're putting them together, but like coming up with something creative, and and again, that's one of those things where you don't necessarily feel bad wrecking it at the end of the night because you yeah. say, hey, I, we've we've got to put this away. Yep. And you do it. Do you guys have the the bin of Legos? Yeah, we have like the the giant bin. But then, especially with Eli, so Eli still does a lot of Legos, mm-hmm. and he's now into the ones where he likes to get the sets and do them and leave them up. Yeah, instead of just playing with them. And so like, he's got several on his desk that he mm-hmm. has created and yes. set up, and he wants to keep them there. Yeah, they're more of art projects for him now as opposed yep. to just creating Legos. Yeah, and we I would say we've probably crossed into that some too. Uh, there has been some debate in my household about uh, who who owns what set oh. and where they where they should be. So I've got to like this year. I'm like, okay, if we get any Lego sets as gifts, I'm I'm gonna, like, gonna write get, their yeah. I'm gonna have to like write their names on the outside of the boxes right. and because it's like this whole thing. But yeah, very much so. Josiah's got a bunch of um various like automobiles like with the Technics. Oh yeah, sure. stuff like he's he's got set up and i know that i feel like um i'm running out of i gotta keep on putting like more shelves up uh in their, <laughs> in their in their rooms to display but yeah legos are fantastic uh we still have the one of the bins that we have of just like the the loose legos uh dates back all the way to my brother and i oh um, wow and we've 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 kept that through uh <laughs> through multiple moves and all that which i'm sure you know I'm sure there's somebody out there that, uh, well, like the thing is with Legos now is that you can, what is it? There's different like Lego services where you can like tell people like the Legos that you have. And I think that they can show you kit, like what you, oh, yeah. you can build, what you can build with them, build yeah. with them, all that kind of stuff. So super, super interesting, super cool. What about for you for the fifth, first or fifth grade? What, yeah. What's your, what's your go-to activity? Go-to activity uh with them i would say i was trying to think about this like this is the age where they all started playing um really started playing like doing a lot of sports stuff Mm -hmm. more sports sort of related things um and that tends that tends to be the things that i am that i'm doing with them um it's interesting because like as you ask it's like outside of that it's like what other what other activities do we do we do? Um, and I would say it's probably an area that we probably need to work. We actually need to work at because I I think a lot of it is kind of like athletics or, um, or like Molly had her she did her like her dance stuff or like gymnastics. I'm I'm probably not very good at gymnastics. Molly's actually here in the studio right now. Have I ever done gym, gymnastics with you? No, I think. I think it could be kind of scary if you were to see me do gymnastics. You wearing a, like a, a tutu would be a ballerina uh, tutu would um, be bad. That's uh, that's overly graphic. Uh, so 
yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of, trying to think of other activities that we have, that we have done. The, uh, the kids do like, um, we've done like movie nights. Like that's something oh, that, yeah. we've, that we've done. Um, I think in general you can find right now, it seems like we can find movies that they all still enjoy watching together for the most part. I think that can be kind of the challenge of like, you know, what kind of all holds their, you know, holds their oh, right. interest or whatever. But, um, yeah, there's, uh, we do the, we'll do the movie nights. Um, we try if there's anything, anything else sometimes and I'm, we probably not that I'm saying this, that we should, we should look into it. Um, during the fall in particular, I have memories of doing this when I was younger. I'd like to do it with them. Uh, do uh, fall canoeing, like oh. fall canoeing trips. When the when the uh, when the leaves start to change and you're along the river, sure. it's it's uh, it's lovely. Yes, yes. That's Molly coughing in the background. Hey, <laughs> um, yes. but yeah, I think I think a lot of out like outdoor stuff, things like that. That's that's good. Yeah, and that so that's for me still to even that age age range, especially uh, like Hattie will ask me to play with her a lot outside, and and yep. so going outside and playing um, is fun. And then I guess moving on to grades six through eight for me, I remember a lot of playing football, especially with the boys. Not just the boys though. We would yep. we didn't do so much this year, and I kind of missed it. I want to actually do it again, but we still there's still time, right? I mean, it's football season. That's but, right, but grades six or eight i remember you know specifically just playing you know pick up games or keep away or whatever in in the yard and my, my boys like to do maybe you guys do it where they do what do they call it jackpot oh yeah 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 yeah. where like they'll the problem is my arm is not that good anymore <laughs> you know, i don't know that it ever was but yeah that's the uh that well you know it when they are able to throw the ball like like throw it better like right the, better than you yeah totally well, that's Eli, like, Eli's yeah. like that too but yeah, yeah. yeah so for me that's six through eight is a lot was a lot of that playing um playing ball in the yard playing soccer playing whatever we had just kind of on a fall night where we're after dinner going out and playing outside in the yard um uh, yeah that for me that that's what i would say for those age ranges yeah and you know more more and more so it feels like no, I think part of it is is finding the um, it's like kind of fighting for the space and the time to do like to do those those sort of things. I know, you know, this always brings up for me as I've been thinking about this and sitting here. It's like there's um, there's always this like once I get home, there's many times it's like gosh, there's like um any number of things to do, sure. right? You know, while we're while we're trying to we're trying to do this, and then. And then when you're asking, but when you are asking the question, when you're thinking about like, okay, what are the specific things that we can't, that we can do? Um, yeah, there's just a level of intentionality, I guess, with, um, with thinking about that and figuring out, you know, figuring out those activities. The, I would say, yeah, Matthew. So Matthew's now 10 and then Aaron is going to be here 14 in just a couple months. Um, the, uh, Getting outside and throwing the ball around is good. Um, kicking the kicking the ball. They our kids like to. Um, they've actually invented, and I'm not even sure I fully. They've tried to explain the rules to me. They've invented a couple of games that they play in our back our backyard. 
but it's like, it's like kickball, but it's like they have like different rules for it. Interesting. Yeah. And so I think, you know, at that age, the, the idea of like inventing, like inventing oh, games yeah. or invent, like having, I like it when, when they'll invent or come up with a game or something that they're doing that they have to, exp- like they have to like bring me into and explain to me and like help me, it, help me. It helps their creativity to, yeah. and to come out and when they're creating something like that. Yeah. Better than there's. Yeah, just better than a lot of other, a lot of other options. I'd say mm-hmm. when they're yeah, like you said, yeah, yep, and play. Oh, that's right. We got a tra- and we did get a trampoline this past. I personally stay away from the trampoline. Um, you might break yourself. I, I could. I could. I feel like I could. I could damage something. But it's <laughs> it's fun to it's fun to watch them do some things. Play their play trampoline games. So so grades nine through twelve. Oh boy. But you're. You're not there yet, are you? No. So next you, year. Next year. So you maybe can't speak to this yet. But um, for me, this one it was kind of tough. I, in my notes, I kind of left it blank because um, I didn't really know. I'm trying to think what my favorite thing to do now is. I like to go. I like to go like downtown, uh, not Millersburg because that's pretty tiny, but like Goshen would be a pretty mm-hmm. close town to us. And I like to go downtown and walk with them go in and out of some of the different stores and just dis- discover some of the things, just looking around kind of so essentially kind of what we were doing, uh, you know, with the tools where we were just looking and kind of discovering things, but doing that again now where we're finding things like going into different antique shops or bookstores or things like that, where we're not necessarily going to buy any of the the product, but we're, we're able to kind of just walk and make memories and do that. Right. Where we're, we're hanging out like that and discovering things, maybe going to get a pretzel at JoJo's, um, whatever, but we're just kind of hanging out like that. That's one of my favorite things to do now um, with, with my kids of all ages, but, yeah. but especially the older ones. You know, something that we forget about, and I, I'm, when you mentioned this, um, a, so a lot of towns will have some form of a local music, like a local museum of oh, some yeah. sort mm-hmm. of some sort of like historical, interesting historical thing um and i feel like those are kind of like underutilized uh usually they're usually they're very inexpensive Mm -hmm. to go to if they have a cost at all and um you know or even like local art installations local like any sort of local museum sort of thing we have a few of those in a few different of our surrounding communities here and i've you know, it's stuff that you pass by all the time. You don't think about it. And, right. And it's like, I, I think there would be, um, there's real interest. We had, um, who was it? It was with Josiah. It was at a, at, uh, the garage coffee shop located in beautiful Wakarusa, Indiana. That's the garage coffee shop. Uh, our friends over there, they, they've got some photos up. Um, they're old photos of the old, of the old town. Oh, sure. Of the, cause the reason it's called the garage coffee shop is it was, it was built in the early 1900s and it was a automotive garage and they have old black and white photos of the, of the building and things like that. And I like immediately Josiah like gravitated toward like seeing that and figuring out, you know, like, Oh, how was, you know, like, Oh, there are buildings that were, th- that were here that are no longer here. And now this, this is right. stuff, things like that. And I think. I think just a, a sense of um, helping kids appreciate history and understand that again, like their local towns and things like that have, sure. a, have a history to them um, doing that sort of stuff. I know like we here in Goshen, we have first Fridays and those are great opportunities. Oh yeah. That's been a, that's a good one. We've not been to those in a while, but those are nice because you, because you can 
hang out and yeah. hang out with friends and things like that. And they do the, the gosh, is it in, I'm going to forget which month it is. The fire and ice. I think it's in oh, Jan, yeah. maybe it's in January. They do all the ice, the ice, ice sculptures. Yeah. That's a, that's a winner winner. That's a good, that's a good time. Oh yes. Yes. Go to festivals. That's a good time. Yes. The maple syrup festival. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's in, that's in Walker Russo. Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, the one thing we do, speaking of which, Molly just help, help me remember. Uh, so um, different communities have this when, when like the, like when people start making maple syrup, they have mm-hmm. like different, uh, like you can go to, oh, what is it? Like a Bendix Woods out towards South Bend. Oh, different sure. places, But different festivals around like the maple syrup making process. It's super fun. Uh, everybody's like, that sounds a little nerdy. It It is a little nerdy, but it's super cool to see how they, how they do it. Usually it involves Andy, uh, some, uh, some, a couple of very old gentlemen, um, you know, in a, in an old shack somewhere, uh, <laughs> explain, explaining to young kids who aren't sure if they really understand what's going on, how the, how the whole process is done. But we've done that every, we've done that nice. several times a year, uh, several times over the few, over the years. Yeah. So I would say, I think, yeah, a lot of mine in across the, across the ages, a lot of it has to do with, um, I think things that kind of cause us to slow down a little bit. Yes. Uh, they are on the technology side, less technology. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, not nearly as, um, dependent upon technology. And they're more, uh, yeah, like walking pace sort of things. They are more like tactile and, and things like that, which I think is probably, um, yeah, I mean, that's helpful. That's helpful at multiple, multiple levels, uh, to do. And so I, even now I'm thinking, you know, as we're having these discussions and at the age range and what we, what we can do, um, I would say that I probably like I personally, and I can thank Jonathan for this when gave this recommendation, probably think more intentionally about um, those kinds of activities and meeting, you know, kind of meeting my kids where, you know, where they are mm-hmm. um, at the same time, trying to introduce, yeah, introduce some new and creative, creative things that they can do. And, you know, if, uh, if you've got younger kids, Man, it's super great if you can kind of start that start that off and kind of begin those traditions, and it kind of is a normal as a normal well, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that's kind of the fun thing too is if you start creating traditions and things like that, then you can do them throughout the years, no matter how old your kids are. As they get older, you, they're still fun for them to do because they ha- they look they can look back on those memories. Yeah, like I, I could probably still go look at tools now with my kids. Yeah, probably, and and they would like it because they're older now and they have more of an interest in that for themselves. Right. But that also has that nostalgic uh, memories that they have of us doing it when we were when they were little. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's and I think we just as sometimes as parents, we kind of it's easy to discount the impact of those of those memories. And sometimes kids don't always know how to like express what the, that means to them at the time. But you know, a few years later, uh, when they get a little older and start kind of reflecting on those things, yeah. um, I know I was that way with my parents, like. They would do things with us all the time. We had a, what was it? We had a, like a, a nature, like a nature preserve, not too far from our house like this. And it was this nature, anyway, this nature thing. And I just remember like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like, those are like, those are some good memories. They're good memories. They're, they're, they're fun memories. So 
it all it all depends on all depends on your perspective but yeah it's uh we would just encourage each of you to kind of think about and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do better on that on on my end um we would just encourage each of you to think about kind of where your kids are um and what are some interesting age-based uh Mm -hmm. activities that you could do uh and it's all the better. I mean, if you can find the things and we would love some recommendations too, like things yeah. that are, especially that are cost effective. That's always, that's always great. Feedback at dudes and dads So great. Would yeah. be a great place for that. Jonathan, we want to thank you for, for putting this in because this is a, this is a great episode, a great time for us to think about the things that we like to do with our kids based on the, their ages. And, and so to be, thank you for, for putting that in. Yeah. Well, guys, as always, you can head over to dudesanddadspodcast.com for all the uh, past episodes, show notes, all the goodies. Uh, all of that fun all stuff. All the fun stuff. Check it out over there. It's a good time. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com for all of your great show ideas. Uh, I Yeah, ideas. Remarks. R- remarks and harsh criticisms. We'll take it all in stride. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail, right, Andy? Yeah, but I don't have that number right now. That's right, because it's broken. My my bu- my buttons are broken right now. <laughs> buttons are broken. But hey, guys. Uh, broken we, buttons. Broken buttons. We appreciate all of you joining us. Thanks for coming and hanging out. And until next time, we wish you grace. And peace. Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels.